0: Welcome to the Real Estate Espresso Podcast, your morning shot of what's new in the world of real estate investing. I'm your host, Victor Menasch. On today's show, we're talking about the legacy of COVID-19 on the office market. My company, when I was in the high-tech industry, used to have an office location in Sunnyvale in the heart of Silicon Valley. My permanent office was near my home office in Ottawa, Canada, but I used to visit Sunnyvale frequently. I had staff there. The CEO of the company relocated the headquarters from San Diego to the Sunnyvale office. And when I was visiting Sunnyvale, I would sit in a spare cubicle outside the CEO's office next to his assistant. When I was there, the CEO would see me and ask questions, often as frequently as once an hour. My boss also had his office next to the CEO. He, too, would talk with me far more frequently when I was physically no more than 10 feet from his office door. But if I was in my home office in Ottawa, Canada, the CEO would rarely call me. We might speak once every few weeks. The frequency of communication varied dramatically depending on the physical distance. So was my CEO being undisciplined? Or perhaps even my immediate boss? The answer is no. They were just being human. Whether it's working from home, streaming entertainment, or watching retailers go bankrupt, the current pandemic has fueled many trends that were already underway. You see, it takes training to develop people who are effective in a remote location. Some just don't have the discipline, or perhaps they haven't developed the discipline yet. See, the office market has been shrinking for years. There are so many professions that have historically had a conventional office, and today, those offices and meeting rooms are being replaced and displaced by the home office, by cell phone apps, and by video conferencing software. Now, as cost-coming becomes an urgent priority for many companies that have been affected by the pandemic, Some corporate relocation experts are expecting that the Bay Area real estate is going to be abandoned for less expensive space. In the meantime, Bay Area companies like Twitter, Square, and Facebook are making working from home permanent or a long-term option for virtually their entire workforce. Those employees can't go elsewhere. They can be confident that they can stretch their wings, take some well-paying jobs, and these working arrangements are being actively developed by employers. So is the traditional office dead? Well, it's not, but the question is how much vacancy will be required for the prices of an office space to fall dramatically. See, even in my home city of Ottawa, Canada, we have one major employer, and that's the federal government. The government's been undergoing a major office modernization over the past five years. That's involved closing several million square feet of office in the downtown core and moving its staff to other buildings in the suburbs while the renovations are underway. This temporary move is estimated to take five years from start to finish. But what's to happen to those millions of square feet of empty space when the renovations are complete? Who is going to lease that temporary swing space that's in the suburbs? And at what price will it be leased? Since the start of the pandemic, we've seen high-tech companies offered to migrate their workforce to being purely virtual. Shopify is the electronic commerce giant that is linked most closely to Amazon, one of its biggest customers. Shopify has told its workers they should be preparing to work from home for the foreseeable future. Twitter told its employees the same thing. More recently, the Canadian federal government told many of its government departments they should not expect to be back in the office until 2022 at the earliest. So how much vacancy needs to open up in a market before buildings start to experience chronic vacancy? When that happens, those buildings become economically worthless. See, an office building is only worth multiples of its net income. And if the office building has got too high vacancy and it's not turning a profit that building becomes economically worthless. Video conference meetings are now extremely commonplace. In fact, I had no less than four just yesterday. So do I need an office in a traditional office building? The answer is no. I haven't needed that for years. So at what point do these office buildings become economically unviable? Just like shopping malls that have too high a vacancy, office buildings that have too high a vacancy become targets for redevelopment. Maybe you're having a hard time finding that perfect development site for an apartment building. Well, you may not require a piece of raw land in order to accomplish that. Maybe that economically distressed office building is the perfect asset for you to redevelop. As you think about that, have an awesome rest of your day. Go make some great things happen. We'll talk to you again tomorrow.